Christmas and happy holidays my dear family. My name is Frances Wessel and it is always a joy to welcome you to the Cornerstone podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. I hope you are enjoying this Christmas week. Christ was born in Bethlehem of Judea and that miracle changed the history of all humanity. Regardless of whether we are going through a bad season or an extremely good one, as believers we always have news of great joy. Christ our Savior is seated at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. So we always have a reason to be joyful. As you know, the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the first promise that God made to the woman when he told her that her seed will crush the head of the serpent. Lately, I've been meditating on the promises of God and on how how faithful he is fulfilling his promises. With that in mind, I want to talk to you this week about how to wait on God's promises. Let's go to the book of Luke chapter 2 and we are going to read verses 8 through 19 which says, That night there were some shepherds in the nearby fields who were tending their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. The shepherds were terrified but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, was born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize it by the following sign. You will find a child wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly this angel was joined by an immense multitude, the heavenly armies, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth for those in whom God is pleased. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see what has happened and that the Lord announced to us. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had told them about the boy. Everyone who heard the story of the shepherds was amazed, but Mary kept all things in her heart and thought about them often. Without a doubt, one of the best gifts that we have received is the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ. His birth, His death, and His resurrection not only freed us from eternal death in hell, but also made available to us God's amazing promises. However, I feel that we don't always obtain all the benefits that being the children of God gives us because sometimes we do not know how to wait on God's promises. The Bible is full of glorious promises. In those promises, we have everything we need to deal with anything that the devil may throw our way. I think Christmas is a good time to share with you on this subject and the verses we just read give us a good biblical foundation in this regard. We all know that every last detail of the birth of Christ had been planned and was executed to perfection. The small village of Bethlehem had been announced hundreds of years before as the birthplace of the Messiah. It had also been announced that a virgin will give birth to a boy, and even his name was foretold. The fact that the Messiah will be born was not unknown by the people of Israel. 
they had been waiting hundreds of years for it, and yet, when it happened, hardly anyone was aware of the birth of Jesus Christ, our King. Those blessed with the news of this great event were humble shepherds who were busy tending their sheep. We do not know what day of the week it was, nor the time when the angels announced the birth of Christ. We also don't know how many shepherds saw the angels, nor their names, but I'm sure that this news changed their lives. Sometimes the greatest blessings come to us like the news of the birth of Christ to those shepherds. They come suddenly. In an ordinary day, God can change our lives. The Bible is full of stories where God decided to use simple people to do great things. One of my pastors always said, God is a God of the suddenly. One day Moses was walking in the desert and suddenly he saw a burning bush. God suddenly called Gideon to help his people with a small army. And suddenly, one day an angel surprised Mary with the news that she was going to conceive the Son of God. When we least expect it, God can dramatically change our lives for good or call us to perform miracles for His glory. Therefore, it is important that we keep expecting good things. While we are here on earth, each of us is a candidate for miracles. There are people who live expecting bad things. But we, the children of God, should always expect blessings. If you are a parent, teach your children to expect good things. Always tell them that God's goodness and His unfailing love follow the children of God. Tell them that God's mercy is new for us every morning. Do not let your children live in fear. We can choose to live in fear or in faith. And I choose always to live in faith, trusting God. But coming back to our subject, I want you to notice that God did not announce the birth of Christ to important or influential people, but rather to humble shepherds. Sometimes we expect God to use charismatic or influential people, but my family, God does not need experts to perform miracles. He likes to use people like you and me who may even be a little insecure, are unknown, or without much experience to do His mighty works. That way, God is the only one who gets the glory for everything we do. In Christ, people without experience or without many resources can do great things. God fulfilled the promise of the birth of the Messiah through Mary because she was willing. We always have to be willing vessels. Something that I want you to notice in this passage of the Bible that we just read is that the angel had to tell the shepherds that they would recognize the baby because they would find him in a manger. I imagine that the angel had to tell them that because otherwise the shepherds probably would have looked for the promised Messiah in a big house, asleep in an expensive crib full of comforts. The last place they would have looked for him if the angel hadn't told them that would be a stable. Lately God has been reminding me that most of God's promises start out small. Many times we do not appreciate what God puts in front of us because what He gives us does not seem or look like what we expected. There are times when people look down on small beginnings, but as we know, the Bible warns us against doing that. When I bought the house in which I now live, the house was destroyed. I remember going through the front door and hearing the voice of God telling me that this was the house that He had for me. To be honest, I wanted to cry. The carpet was stained with dog's urine, and what didn't smell like urine had cigarette burns. 
The bathrooms was filthy and everything in the kitchen had layers and layers of grease. The cabinets had no doors and the grass in the front and the back of the house was so dry it looked like straw. It was not pretty, but people of God, if you come to my house now, you may not believe that my current house is the house I'm talking about. There are many times when the beginning stage of the promises of God for our lives require that we look at them with the eyes of faith. Remember the multiplication of the loaves and fishes that fed thousands? To the disciples, that little amount of food didn't seem much when Christ asked them to feed the crowd, but at the end, they had baskets of leftovers. Maybe the job you just got does not seem like much, but men of God, if that is the door that God has opened for you, do not pay much attention at how it begins. What you have to do is believe that God is going to bless you there. Many pastors get discouraged because God has promised them thousands of souls and the growth of their church is slow. Men and women of God, remember that if we are faithful to God in the little, He will bless us with the much. Keep speaking faith and believing in the promises that God has made you. Also, do not be confused thinking that God's promises come without difficulties. Many times we believe that because God has given us something or takes us somewhere that things are going to be easy. New believers think that everything that comes from God is easy, but mature believers know that that is not always the case. Probably the last thing that Mary expected was to give birth in a manger without a woman to help her. But that was where God decided to fulfill the promise that a virgin will give birth to the Savior of the world. Yes, the birth of Christ was a miracle, and it was full of amazing things like the appearances of angels announcing His birth. But that did not mean that Mary was very comfortable giving birth to Christ in a stable. There are times when God keeps His promises to us through difficulties. For Mary and Martha to know Christ as the resurrection and the life, Lazarus had to die first. God promised Paul that he will go to Rome, and he fulfilled his promise, but Paul got there as a prisoner. Of course, not every promise that God gives us comes with difficulties. Sarah, an old woman, gave birth to Isaac without problems, and the walls of Jericho fell down without the Israelites having to demolish them. But not all God's promises come to us like that. Never believe the tricks of the enemy that tells you that because you are going through difficulties, God has not kept his promises or that he is not being faithful to you. God can glorify himself even in difficult moments, and he never leaves us alone. Don't let time steal your faith either. Sometimes people get tired of waiting for God's promises. Child of God, Israel had to wait centuries for the Messiah to be born, but at the right time, God fulfilled that promise. I know how difficult it is to wait on God, but don't be discouraged. In God's right time, His promise for you will come true. Hang in there. You will buy that house, or you will have that baby. Your healing is coming in Jesus' name. I imagine that for Joseph and Mary, the visit of these shepherds, and the testimony of the angels announcing the birth of Christ renewed their strength. Their visit confirmed them that God truly had everything under control, and that even in that stable, God had not lost sight of them. My family, we all have moments when we think that God has forsaken us or forgotten us, but that is not true. The Bible tells us that God's eye 
roam the earth to strengthen his own. There is no time of day when God loses sight of us. The last verse we read tells us that Mary listened to the shepherd's account, and while everyone else was amazed at what they heard, Mary kept the shepherd's words in her heart and often thought about them. Mary was wise beyond her years. She got a hold of those words and constantly meditated on them. I imagine that when she had to go to Egypt to save the life of her baby boy, and during every difficulty while Jesus was growing up, and even when she saw her son on the cross, Mary had to trust in all the things that she had kept in her heart, all those promises that she had meditated in the past. She knew that the child she gave birth to in Bethlehem was the Savior of the world. That is exactly what we must do concerning the promises of God. Every time God promises us something, we must take possession of those promises, keep them in our hearts so that when the time comes, when difficulties try to make us doubt, we will not give place to the devil doubting God. Our Heavenly Father will do what He says He will do. Some years ago, I was going through a very difficult time. I had suffered many losses and something happened that completely made me lose faith in some of the promises that God had made me. I remember that I drove around and found an empty parking lot, and in my car, I cried my eyes out. To be honest, I thought I had reached the end of my ministry, and since I'm a little dramatic, I started to wonder if God felt sorry for me. I didn't expect Him to say anything to me right there, but to my surprise, I felt His presence in my car, and I heard Him say, I cannot feel sorry for you because I know what I've called you to. He said, not only will you continue to preach, but you are going to continue traveling. I have new countries and new islands for you to minister at. And in every place you visit, there will be people waiting with joy to hear your preaching. Isn't God amazing? Even when we, instead of praise, we give him drama, he is patient with us. My family... Exactly two years later to that day, while returning from my first visit to Trinidad and Tobago, on the plane back, God asked me, Did not I tell you that I had new islands for you? And of course, I cried and cried, but these were tears of joy, and I praised God all the way home. Our Heavenly Father never lies. He always keeps His word. Keep the promises of God in your hearts. Do not get tired of waiting on Him and waiting for Him. Do not let the devil steal your peace because the promises that God has given you had not manifested yet, or because they come with difficulties or do not seem what you expected. Meditate on those promises and confess faith in God for those promises. I sometimes read God's promises to me out loud, reminding myself about it and also bugging the devil. Mary saw Christ her Messiah rise in the clouds, no longer as the child she gave birth to in Bethlehem, nor as the Lamb of God who died on the cross for her. She saw him rise as the one that will come, as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Now we are waiting for that promise also. But while we wait for him, do not grow weary in well-doing or on waiting on Him, for He indeed is faithful. My team and I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. Celebrate with your loved ones that Jesus was born, that He resurrected, 
and indeed that he is coming soon. God bless you. Would like to ask you a favor. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please let us know. You may write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Info at globalgraceministries.com. Thank you so much and God bless you.